Hello, and welcome to Co-Designed, a podcast co-created by faculty and students at the Center for Teaching and Learning at Southern New Hampshire University. Each week, we present a faculty-student team who has explored an issue around teaching, learning, and the student experience on our Manchester, New Hampshire campus. Questions about this podcast can be sent to me, Lynn Murray Chandler, at ctl at snhu.edu. Credit should be given to Moby and his Moby Gratis website for the song Isolate, which you've heard during this introduction. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. My name is Joe Fiorino, and I'm a senior student athlete at SNHU on the men's ice hockey team. And I am Professor Beth Sheehan. I'm a faculty member in the Sport Management Department here at SNHU. And today we have Gianna Russell from the SNHU women's basketball team joining us. Gianna, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So just to get us started off, could you tell us a little bit about your journey coming to SNHU and being a student athlete here? Yeah, of course. So I have been playing basketball since I was about five years old. Um, And it wasn't until about sixth or seventh grade when I started to realize, hey, I think I might be pretty good at basketball. Um, I was able to play AAU basketball, which allowed me to get um, college exposure at a young age, um, which really allowed me to enhance my skills. Um, And I had really just found a love for the sport after I gained some confidence, knowing that I could stick with the um, girls who were a little bit older than me, um, who I really looked up to. And I got to um, my freshman and sophomore year of high school, and I started to get more and more college exposure. And I thought to myself, wow, it would be a total dream to be able to play college basketball um, at the Division III level. And I had never even put any thought towards Division II or Division I. Um, And then came my sophomore years, and I started to get um, a lot of exposure, a lot more exposure. And I got interest from Division II coaches and Division I coaches, and I was like, okay, like maybe I am, again, pretty good at this sport. And that kind of lit a fire under me and motivated me to really just go to work. Um, I worked out a lot. I lifted. I worked out with people older than me. I worked out with guys who really pushed me. Um, and then my, the end of my sophomore year, I had a tournament in Washington, D.C., and I um, had gotten a lot of um, interest from Coach Pinkos here at Southern New Hampshire University. And I was like, you know what? Like, it wouldn't hurt. It's um, a small school, but it's a, it's, I've heard good things about it. Um, so I gave it a shot, and I went to um, an official visit there. And I was like, okay, like, I didn't really love it when I first visited Um, But I definitely was like, I'm going to keep this um, as an option. Uh, Great coach, great coaching staff. Um, I met a couple of professors on my official visit that seemed very nice. Um, And so I went on to my junior year, um, got some more exposure at some big tournaments. um, And I always had SNU in the back of my head. So I went back um, for another visit and I had talked to Coach P and I, she had offered me a scholarship and I was like, holy cow, I really never thought I would be in this position. Um, So that really opened my eyes and it allowed me to really look into SNU, um, not only um, athletically, but academically and look at what their majors offered. And I saw how good of the different majors and minors that they offered were. Um, And I'll never forget the end of my um, junior year, 
I had a tournament that had that I had just gotten home from and I had gotten a couple more um calls from different college coaches and I was like sitting in my room I was like you know what um I think SNU is a school for me I walked right down the hallway um to my parents bedroom and I was like I'm committing um I gave coach P a call about five minutes later I said I'm ready to commit um and I'm ready to go to work and I'm so excited and I am so happy I did and I'm so grateful for the opportunity I was given yeah, it's funny. I find it interesting how you said that when you first visited Snooze campus, you didn't totally love it when you first got there because when I did my first visit to campus, I kind of had the same feeling. But now looking back on it, I I wouldn't change my decision at all. It was I'm very happy that I made the choice despite not completely loving it the first time I visited. So I think it's interesting that you kind of had a similar experience. Yeah, for sure. All right, so to move on, our next question is, so once you got to SNHU, how did that environment as a student athlete in college differ from your environment when you were in high school? Um, so the environment changed, but in a good way. Like I said, um, like you had just mentioned, I, I didn't think I would like SNU as much as I did because when I was younger, I was all about going far from home and I wanted a huge school and I wanted to um, go out and be my own person and find that sense of independence. Um, and then I went to SNU, which is, as we all know, um, a pretty small campus, small class sizes, really um, relationship dependent. Um, and I really liked that. And the cool thing about SNU was um, that my class sizes in college were smaller than my class sizes in high school. Granted, I only graduated with um, just over 100 kids, but the opportunity for me to have small class sizes and such a big support system um, from professors and other coaches and just the resources that SNU offers was absolutely amazing. Um, and I can't say I did have an immense amount of support, uh, support in high school. But the environment changed um, from being a, like, my small town community to, like, our own little world in which we're in at Southern New Hampshire University. And the community is just so loving and so there um, for student athletes especially. And um, that's what I love the most. Yeah, I mean, I would totally agree. I think that, you know, the environment of the small classrooms is really beneficial uh, to the learning experience. I find it hard to imagine now going to a big college and sitting in a lecture hall with 200 kids and trying to learn. Like to me, that seems impossible after having the experience of being in the small classroom that's new. Um, but, you know, moving towards the, the student part of the student athlete, one of the things that Beth and I had discussed was this idea of being a student athlete or an athlete student. And I know that, you know, maybe more at the D1 level, it's more athlete and then student second because you see a lot of people who go and their main goal of being there is to get to the professional leagues. But as far as Division Two and Division Three, I think it's more student and then athlete. So this kind of segues into our next question, which is, what is your lived reality of being a student athlete? And what kind of strategies do you use to navigate this dilemma between student athlete and athlete student? 
Yeah, so that's the beauty of Division Two, um, and I'm sure Division Three as well. Um, there's such a great balance between academics and athletics, and when it comes to each of them, you're going to have support on both ends. Um, I know being an, on the athletic side of things, my coach is always um, there to provide resources, always checking up on our grades, um, midterm grades, final grades, et cetera. And then on the other side of academics, um, say you have to miss um, a class for practice or a game, you're always going to have that support from your professors, which I've heard at other universities isn't always the same same thing. Um, I know even specifically talking with Beth, I had given her um, release forms before. Um, Professor Syme, Professor Matthews, all of them, they're all so great with allowing you to handle and manage that um, student athlete, athlete student life. Um, and I think they really understand that as much as you are there to learn, um, most of us are there on a scholarship and that is part of our um, desire to be there and our um, that's where we get our work ethic from um, which if you, I mean in my opinion if you encourage and motivate um, a student athlete on both both sides of the spectrum um, they're both going to be improved um, so with that being said time management is everything um, I learned the hard way because um, although I did have or I we do as student athletes um, at the Division two level versus high school have more time on our hands. That time um, might not always be class, but it's either going to be lift, um, practice, study hall, tutoring session, et cetera. So finding that time management and finding the balance and being able to trust um, your coaches and your professors to be there for you and support you during the tough times is um, a strategy that I've learned and utilized over my um, four years. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think time management is one of the biggest, biggest things that a, a student athlete needs to have, especially in their first year of college. Because like you said, when you come from high school, you do have a lot more time on your hands. But it really depends on how you use that time because it can be very easy to, to kind of fall behind. Yeah, and Gianna, you mentioned, I'll jump in here with a question. Um, you mentioned a little bit about the support you have felt from, from faculty. And so, you know, we were curious as to how, you know, maybe you can pinpoint some specifics as to how SNHU faculty have shaped your experience as a student athlete. And maybe you have some specific examples or your thoughts on that. Yeah, of course. So fortunately, I um, have experienced both um, the School of Business as well as the School of Education. When I came into SNU, I was an education major with a um, minor in special education. And I, for, I knew for sure I was going to be a teacher. I was going to work with kids with special needs. That's what I was going to do in my future. And fortunately, um, SNU gives freshmen the opportunity for their first eight weeks of being in the School of Ed to go into a school and um, almost like shadow a teacher. And um, everything that I had believed um, I was destined to be was um, completely changed in front of my eyes. Um, but I'm so grateful for that. I'll, I'll forever say that's the most um, 
I'm most fortunate and most grateful for that because it allowed me to find my love for business um, and specifically organizational leadership. Um, my sophomore year, I changed my major to a um, business administration major um, with a concentration in organizational leadership. And just over the years, I've had immense support. And I, I do have to give a shout out to um, Dr. Dawn Sign because I refer to her as like my school mom. Um, she's just been, she's also my advisor. So she's been with me through everything. Um, but she was always there just to reassure me that everyone has their own path. It's not always going to be a straight line. You're going to go through ups and downs. Um, but she was always there to like remind me like of different course registration dates or whatever the case was. Um, I always had that support. Um, and even being um, transferring from the School of Ed to the School of Business, I still had professors um, reaching out um, from that, from the School of Ed, making sure that everything was okay. Um, and then also just the overwhelming support and love that we have as student athletes from um, professors like you, Beth, and Professor Randolph, who come to our games and support our fundraisers. Um, it just really means the world. And when you have that community sense, um, it just makes your overall experience that much better. Um, so I'll forever um, thank the professors I've had at SNU for shaping me. And like I, like I said, Dawn Syme, um, I really, she pushed me outside of my comfort zone. Um, and I would have never found my leadership characteristics that I have now if it weren't for her and her courses. So little shout out there. That's great. Um, so we'll make sure she gets to listen to this for sure. We'll, we'll send her her own copy to make sure she, <laughs> she hears. Um, but I'm sure you've told her, I hope you've told her um, before now or definitely before you, uh, before you finish your degree. So just a quick follow-up to that. Um, so you mentioned how those experiences with faculty have contributed to this sense of right your leadership and your and your navigating um, certain experiences. And so thinking about how you know what it takes to be an athlete overall or a student athlete and lessons we say right lessons from the court lessons from the field have um, has anything transferred from lessons of the court for you? to you know be valuable for your experiences in navigating classrooms so there's certain strategies that you've adapted from sport in the classroom or vice versa things you've taken from your courses and adapted them to your role on your team yeah definitely so um i was able to after picking up my organizational leadership courses i was able to um because dawn was my so uh, my um, advisor, I was able to go into um, some courses with um, seniors only being a sophomore. And boy, did she push me out of my comfort zone. She would call on me and I swear she knew I didn't know the answer, but she was willing to challenge me. And um, she wanted me to get out of my comfort zone. And that is what has made me um, such a great leader. And that translated to the um, court because I was a sophomore um, captain and would have hoped to be one this year as well. Um, but it just really, those experiences really enhanced my communication skills, um, which I found are invaluable, not only in the workplace, but um, on the court as well. And I've used those um, in everyday life 
for since since I've had those opportunities. Um, so just being able to use um, those communication skills and being able to step out of my comfort zone to my advantage um, has really um, shaped who I am as a person. Um, and then as well as turning my weaknesses and my failures into learning opportunities. Um, I can't even count the amount of times that I've answered a question and been completely wrong. And But I was like, you know what? I would have never known the actual answer if I didn't step out of my comfort zone, ask the stupid question, and then finally find out the right answer. Um, so, and even on the court, just being able to um, pinpoint my weaknesses and you know, ask for help or ask for advice. And that goes for in the classroom as well, um, has really um, enhanced me as a player and a leader in the classroom and on the court. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I, I'm also, interestingly enough, a business administration major with an OL concentration. So I've had a very similar experience to you in that a lot of the things that I've learned in my leadership courses, I feel have translated to the hockey rink and just helped me to become a better leader, uh, whether that be vocally or just by example, I think that, that those traits have really translated. Uh, so one last question for Gianna, if you could give any advice to an incoming student athlete, what would you tell them? Oh boy, this is a big one. Um, like I said, I really thought I had um, my mindset on being a teacher and going off and working with kids with um, special needs. And um, I would just say, don't stress so much about the future. Um, like I said, everyone has their own path. Um, and it is so important to be present. Um, these are supposedly, um, and for me, they have been the greatest four years of your life. Um, and you don't want to waste them stressing. Um, it is such a blessing to be able to play basketball. Um, and it took me a couple of years to really realize that I was putting way too much stress on myself. Um, and I was kind of not ruining it for myself, but I wasn't getting the most out of it. And when I took a step back and I looked at the bigger picture and I thought to myself, wow, like, 1% of high school athletes play in college. Like, that's pretty darn good. Like, you got to give yourself credit um, at some point in your life, no matter how hard you are on yourself. Um, but just that ability to be present and appreciate every moment you're in and every um, memory you have or everything that happens to you um, just allows you to become more grateful over time. Um, and I... I can say my last even though um this last year has been home um i've still practiced my my appreciation for being in the present moment um and it's really allowed me especially during such a stressful time with covid and all um to still be grateful for the opportunities that basketball has given me and snoo has given me um and kind of cut back on the stress a little bit because once you um cut down back on the stress you you find things that you um enjoy more and then you become better at them Yeah, I think that was well said. I don't think I could have put the advice any better than that. Um, well, thank you very much, Gianna, for joining us on the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me.
And uh, I guess one last question. Will you be returning for a fifth year? <laughs> As of now, the plan is yes. Um, I, I don't think I could leave SNU um, only being there two and a half years or two and three quarters year. Um, I, I've missed that place way too much. Um, I always look forward to going up and visiting and even driving through campus. So I will be returning for my fifth year. Um, and I hope to see everyone who's listening um, at the games. If we can, I hope we can. <laughs> well, it'll be great to see you back on the court next year. Thank you again. Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you, Gianna. My pleasure.